0: Hello everyone, this is Donnie, a.k.a. Elevated with Dota Alchemy, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And this is the new and improved podcast, and I'm very excited to announce that we are calling it the Transform Your Game podcast. And it's going to be more than just the Alchemy Answers episodes, we're going to start putting a bunch of our other content from videos into audio format so that you guys can enjoy it while you are on your way to work or school or while you're running or working out at the gym or wherever you may want to just listen to something talking about dota talking about gaming and not have to worry about what's going on in the video so, without further ado, the first episode is going to be the new Patch 7.19D, and if you haven't seen this on YouTube, that you can go and look at all the stats and stuff that I'm showing there, but I talk about pretty much everything here in the audio version as well. So, enjoy, get up to date with Patch 7.19D, and thanks as always for tuning in. We don't and we will die. Look eyes, we know what look we the longest running pseudo but really sadly accurate joke statement about Dota is that it's the most toxic gaming environment out there, a game so hard, so complex that literally everyone loses their minds and becomes complete and utter monsters to each other. Dota is the only competitive activity I've ever done, and I played sports competitively for nearly 20 years, that routinely demonstrates higher levels of shit talk with one's teammates than the enemy team. I mean, can you really even call them the enemy team at this point, when you're spending 80% of your games relentlessly berating your allies in all chat in hopes of finding a sympathetic ear from your opponents? Valve recently took significant steps to improve the matchmaking experience by instituting greater punishments for disruptive behavior and intentional throwing. The most fabled of the changes being a six Month ban for anyone with an extended history of negative behavior. But even if your behavior score is as green and pristine as Cinderin's, this guide is still for you, and I guarantee that you will raise your MMR as a result of raising your behavior score. There definitely do seem to be tiers based on your behavior score. We don't really know exactly what they are. Valve's definitely not going to tell us all the details about how it works, but it does seem like the worse your behavior score is, the longer it takes to find games, and just generally the lower quality of the games that you're going to have have, will be. Based on your behavior score. We wanted to just talk about a few steps that you can take and utilize right away that will help you raise your behavior score. There is a huge portion of your performance in game and your MMR that equates to how good of a teammate you are and how well you interact with other people because you're on a team of five people. And so having good social skills and having good communication skills and habits is really important when you are relying on four other people to help you win this game so the first thing if you are curious what your behavior score is let's learn how to open the console and look at it you can see here that we have our steam library we're going to right click on the dota 2 game in our library we're going to go down to properties go to general uh, set launch options and we're going to enter hyphen console or dash console hit OK, and close what that does is that when you open the client you are going to be able to then go to your settings and go to advanced hotkeys go to console and then bind a key to it. So we are going to type in developer one. And then we are going to type Dota game oops, Dota game count client debug, we're going to enter, and that's going to show you various stats. And then what we're looking for is behavior score normal. Mine is currently normal, which is good. I don't know if there's anything higher than normal, but according to the Dota wiki, there are various grades, A plus, A, A minus, et cetera, all the way down to behavior score F, which is the worst. I personally have never seen these, so I'm not totally sure, but I will take that at face value. If you see something other than normal, please let me know in the comments because I'm curious about what the other ones say. So this is how you see your behavior score. And now let's get into how to boost your behavior score or keep it high if it already is. You need to realize what are the things that make you angry. What are the things that tilt you? What are the things that trigger the reaction of getting upset in a game, which would then cause you to maybe flame your teammates or feed down mid if that happens to be the way that you tilt. Realize what it is because it's not just my teammates suck and therefore I'm angry. There is something much deeper than that. The thing is we're playing a game and yeah, we care about winning the game, but simply having bad teammates is not enough to make us fly into a rage. which would cause us to, you know, get recorded or intentionally feed or abandon or something like that. There's something beyond just that surface level of maybe having bad teammates or being in a hard game and for me what I really don't like is when I feel like people are wasting my time and when I feel like I am powerless to fix that situation so those two things really make me upset and more than that if we're in a hard game and somebody else on my team starts flaming somebody else despite not trying that hard like the best example is when somebody picks a jungler and they're jungling and it makes all the lanes hard and so you lose the laning stage and then that jungler starts flaming their teammates for having a bad laning. State. that's the kind of thing that really bothers me and so even if it's not directed at me personally i oftentimes will get upset at that person trust me i've definitely flamed people before everybody has i believe i have definitely abandoned games because i just didn't want to play them anymore i have been to low priority it's just something that sometimes happens when you care about something and you don't necessarily have good outlets for dealing with those negative emotions so the first step is to realize what it is that bothers you just the realization of that having that energy Your awareness will help you move beyond it because if you can recognize, oh, okay, this is happening to me right now because of this thing, then it's much easier to deal with it. If you just are getting angry and you don't know why you're angry, or you're just like being angry for the sake of being angry, that's not very constructive. But if you can figure out, okay, well, I feel powerless right now in this game and I don't like that feeling because I want to be in control of this game, I'm playing a video game because I want to, you know, show that I'm skillful, show that I have the ability to win this game and right now i feel like this other person on my team is taking that ability away from me and that's really pissing me off so once you realize that the next few steps will become much easier step number two so i want you to become more aware of your physical body now i know that dota 2 is a game that's mostly played with your brain and your hands and your reaction time but there is something to be said about how anger and stress manifests in your body and most of the time at least for me that is i'll feel tightness like in my chest and my stomach, I will just feel more tense and it's a very tangible feeling. I, I actually feel physically upset as opposed to just being you know angry and, and shouting. Paying attention to that is really important because when you're playing games, if you just finish a hard game, even if you win the game, there's a very good chance that you're still gonna have that sort of tension built up in your body. If you're not used to recognizing that, chances are you'll likely just queue for another game and maybe you get angry more easily in this next game. The thing is about stress is that's kind of a cumulative effect. Your car doesn't break down the first time that you drive it. It breaks down over the course of many, many times of driving it. And as more and more stress is put on the car, then, you know, maybe the tire pops or it gets rusty or something happens with the car as you put more and more miles on it. And the same thing happens with your body and stress. The more stressed you are, the more likely you are to get injured in sports or in the case of Dota or eSports, the tighter you are, the more tense you are, the more likely you are to make mistakes and get upset at smaller things because you're already tense. If you can recognize that you are tense after a game or during a game, that's the second step in being able to control your tilt and being able to control your anger and your reaction to things. If you realize, oh, I'm feeling very tense right now, maybe I need to take a couple of deep breaths, then you are much more likely to be able to reset yourself as opposed to just kind of suddenly getting angry because you're already tense from the last game or the last two games that you've played. So to deal with this, after you finish a game, just close your eyes and just feel your body, feel your breath. Are you breathing shallowly? Do you have the ability to breathe deeply? Do you need to stand up and stretch? Maybe just get up and walk around in your room or behind your chair, or even just like reach for the ceiling, touch your toes. Just do a couple things and try and focus on breathing in and breathing out five to 10 times to reset your body and feel how you're feeling physically because this will have a big effect on going into the next game. You want to be calm while you're playing because number one, you make less mistakes and number two, you're much likely to get upset and tilt and play worse when bad things happen now number three is a very very important concept communication is a huge part of dota and communicating effectively is something that most people don't do so i just wanted to give a couple basic tips on how to communicate better in game and what good communication habits look like so the first thing that i've been doing and ever since i started employing this this has sort of been a trial and error thing that i've figured out but ever since i started employing this my games have gotten better my behavior score has gone up i have gained a lot of mmr i truly believe that this is a very important thing to do. The first thing is that I pretty much always start off every single game by just typing hello team in the chat as soon as the draft screen comes up. And the reason that I do this is because I realized after, you know, several thousand games of Dota that most people go into games expecting their teams to be assholes just because that's been our experience in so many games. And so you generally go into a game feeling kind of jaded. Like you don't really, you know, it's a competitive game. You've got a bunch of random people you've never met before. A lot of them seem to be angry from your past experience. And so you tend to not type. You don't try to communicate most of the time because you're you're better off, you feel like you're better off just not even communicating at all. And that might be true, but the other people in this game probably feel the same way about you. So when you start off the drafting screen by just saying, Hello, team. It kind of breaks the ice a little bit. It allows them to see, okay, well, this person seems to be in a decent mood maybe I can trust them to do their job maybe I can communicate with them and figure out what we should pick maybe I can get them to lane with me or switch roles with me if they're taking the one that I would prefer just having a slight little bit of really civil communication at the beginning of a game can go a long way to getting your teammates to work with you in the game itself the second thing that I do is once the drafting screen is done I usually just mute my entire team and I should also say that I have muted all incoming chat from people not on my team because I just started feeling like no matter what anybody on the other team could possibly say it would just detract from my experience in the game whether they're flaming their team in all chat or calling gg early I realized that either I was getting distracted by what they were saying or if they were you know saying I give up I was playing worse and not trying as hard because I was just feeling like, oh, the game's over already. And so I lost games because of that. And so I just decided that I didn't want the other team to be able to talk to me at all. And now this might sound counterintuitive because communication is an important part of Dota, as I just stated about a minute ago. But the thing for me is that I find most communication in the game is detrimental to what I'm trying to do. I feel like I have a pretty good game sense of the game. I feel like I know what I should be doing in most scenarios. And when my teammates start, you know, complaining about being pressured or, asking for a gank or saying we need a ward here or whatever sort of chatter is going on, a lot of the times it just distracts me from my focus of playing the game. And so sometimes I'll just mute the voice chat. Sometimes I'll mute both voice and text. Sometimes I won't mute anybody, but as soon as somebody says anything even remotely negative, like, gosh, I wish we had wards. I just mute them. If somebody immediately starts flaming, obviously that's a mute, but generally I will give people sort of like a, a one strike and you're out situation where if they say anything, even remotely negative, or if they're just talking too much or giving me bad information, I will just mute them because it's more important for me to focus on what I'm doing and play my hero well than worry about what other people are doing. Because if I play my hero well, I can impact the game. Whereas if I'm listening to them you know, ask me to come mid ask me to come top, ask me to ward the jungle, ask me to smoke when I don't have my cooldowns or whatever. There's just a lot of bad communication that goes on in games because people are not aware of what the other four heroes on their team are doing at that current moment. And so I find that the less communication from everybody else the better. But I also make sure that I communicate a lot with a few binded phrases, chat wheel, and alt clicking various important things, like whether my is on cooldown, whether I have no mana, whether I have a big ultimate, whether I want to smoke. I try to use pinging as little as possible, but you know, if I'm stacking a camp and somebody's walking by, I'll ping them to try and, you know, alert them to the fact that they're about to mess up the stack. But for the most part, my communication is fairly one-sided. I give information about important abilities, items, buyback status, and then occasionally I will use voice chat to say, okay guys, I'm coming in, or hey, can we go up this way? I'm going to go stun this person. I'm farming right now. Guys, I'm getting out. I keep my communication very simple, very game-related, and I try to make it as easy as possible for my teammates to understand exactly what I'm doing, when it's important for them to understand, and nothing more because this game is very, very complex. You need a lot of focus to be efficient, to be good at the game. And the more information that is coming into your ears as you're trying to focus on what you're doing, generally speaking is detrimental to your actual play. And right now I'm specifically speaking about the solo queue environment. If you're playing on a team and you guys are, you know, coordinating your strategies and stuff like that, that's fine. If you listen to the FPL games that pros are streaming on a regular basis, or if you ever had a chance to hear a professional team communicate, you will find that there is a lot lot more communication going on. But at the same time, most of that communication is things like what I was talking about. They talk about their cooldowns, they talk about how much gold they need for items, they talk about the moves that they want to make, where they want to control parts of the map, whether they should go heal or continue pushing or take an objective That is basically all that is talked about, but there's a constant give and and take of information in that sense. However, that is usually not happening in solo queue and most of the information that you're getting from people is sort of on the negative spectrum. It's usually stuff like, guys, why aren't we doing this? Why can't you do this better? Why can't we see here? That kind of communication is just, it's not helpful because number one, it makes you resent the person who's talking to you like that and number two, just the tone of voice makes you kind of not focus on what you're doing and start worrying about what this other person is thinking and how they're feeling that is not how you want to play the game you want to be very objective and objective oriented in dota 2 and worrying about other people's feelings because they are feeling pressured in a game is not something that helps you play better as a person i've definitely had games where i'm playing extremely well maybe i'm playing carry and one of our other lanes like let's say the off laner is getting pressured really hard or the mid laner is getting pressured really hard and i'm doing my job i'm pushing out the lane i'm getting a bunch of farm i'm pressuring their side of the map but my team is constantly complaining. Guys, we have to fight this. We have to protect me. I need help. Help, help, help. And I will TP into a fight that I don't need to be going to because I'm getting more accomplished by split pushing and I'll end up completely losing momentum as a carry because maybe I'll come into a fight that I should be. I'll die. Suddenly we're even farther behind than we already were. And so I'll go from feeling fine about the state of the game to feeling pressured because my teammates are projecting their negative feelings of the game onto me. And that is the worst thing that can possibly happen where you're playing well, the game is in hand, but your teammates make you feel like the game is over or way harder than it actually is. And suddenly the game actually is harder because you believe it is. So it's also important not to be one of those teammates as well, even if you're having a hard game, keep it to yourself, try and figure a way out of it. Don't whine to your teammates because you might be taking away their focus and making them feel like the game is harder than it actually is just because you are personally experiencing a difficult game. So the final thing I want to talk about is a little bit more in-game related and it's game sense and thinking multiple steps ahead. I think this is one of the best ways that you can get commends or farm commends as it were or impact games in any position that you're playing in any role in any hero, is if you are looking multiple moves ahead and predicting where the enemy team is going to be and what you should be doing to react to that. So if you're playing a support, spend most of your time looking at the mini map, looking at where the other heroes are, who's showing, where's the vulnerable spot on the map, which one of my heroes might need help 30 seconds from now because of their positioning and the enemy team's positioning. What items am I gonna need five minutes from now to counter the enemy team's heroes in a specific way it doesn't matter whether you're a carry an offlaner a mid a support if you are thinking multiple moves ahead and kind of predicting what the enemy team wants to do what your team wants to do and how you can best support that or block the enemy team from doing what they want to do you're going to have a huge impact in the game dota is a game of exploiting weaknesses and if you can protect your team's weakness from the enemy team and exploit their weaknesses, you're generally gonna win the game. So as you're playing, figure out where you can exploit the enemy team and figure out what exactly you need to do to keep the enemy team from getting momentum. And this is gonna change from game to game, obviously. the point is, is that if you are actively looking ahead, if you are actively planning two or three or four or five moves ahead, you're usually never going to find yourself out of position. You're usually never going to find yourself wishing, oh, I wish I had dust or detection for this invisible hero. You're not going to find yourself saying, man, I went too greedy with my item choices. I wish I had that BKB. These kind of things can be fixed very easily just by looking ahead, having a forward thinking mind. Set for the game as opposed to just focusing right now and playing reactively. Because when you play reactively, you're allowing the other team to dictate the pace, dictate what happens. Whereas if you are playing actively and setting the tempo, setting up your team for success, you will generally be successful. And yeah, you will sometimes lose games no matter how good you play. It doesn't matter. That's not important. So if you really want to raise your behavior score, you don't need to ask for commands. You don't need to you know, only pick support. You don't need to only buy wards. You don't need to Compliment your teammates on their nice hair or their cool Arcana set. All you have to do is just be a forward-thinking civil person and communicate effectively very important and specific small bits of information. That's really all it takes. I've gotten so many commends over the last two months since I started really kind of focusing on these specific parts of my game. It's really amazing. I will just commend people after the game if I think they did a good job. And usually that is reciprocated if I wasn't an asshole to them. So that's really all it takes, guys. You just need to focus on a few things that are outside of the game, completely in your control and I guarantee you that you will raise your behavior score and you will also gain MMR at the same time because you are being a better teammate and that means you are helping your team win games. So thank you so much for tuning in.